Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with December 13th, 1919, Part 3, pages 284 through 286. December 13th, 1919, Part 3. And yet, it is still uncertain as to who will control this region. We cannot carry on such a short-sighted cuius regio eius religio policy in the church. I said, let them expel the priests, let them do whatever they want. They can even expel me, as the troublemakers in Gedrasai threatened to do, but I will not back down from just principles, nor will I make any changes while the fighting continues. In my opinion, such a strict stance will benefit the church and even the Polish element. If Poland does not get these terrorist territories, it is possible that I shall not have to I shall then have to defend the rights of the Polish language in the churches. As for now, I said, we must put up with this epidemic of clergy expulsions. The important principle at issue here is this. Who rules the church, the bishop and the priests appointed by him, or the troublemakers? If they expel the priests, I shall place them under interdict until they calm down. Then I learned that those delegates who were running around with their complaints had gone home, and according to what I heard, they have calmed down somewhat. At this time, I went with the rector of the seminary to see the general commissar, Father Osmowski, Mr. Osmowski. I asked him to give us some funds for the upkeep of the seminary and to provide some financial support for the priests. The plight of the urban priests is especially difficult. The pastors are forced to go into debt, and the curates, unable to support themselves, are asking to be transferred out of town. In those areas which have been devastated by war and where the people are, are impoverished, it is hard for priests as well. Mr. Osmowowski complained that there is a lack of funds, but that he will try to help us somewhat. He promised to provide an estate and some livestock for the upkeep of the seminary. I also spoke to him about our churches that have been reclaimed from the Russians. He said that he must be informed which churches and church property have been recovered and, in the future, churches cannot be reclaimed without the permission and approval of the government. I requested that the churches and monasteries belonging to the Franciscans and the Sisters of the Visitation in Vilnius be returned to them. He also touched on politics. He said that in some places there are complaints about the language used in church services and also that in some places they intend to expel the Lithuanian priests. He asked if there was a possibility of making changes in church services. I replied that while the war is still going on, I am determined not to make any changes in the arrangement of the services because all hell would break loose in the mixed parishes. They can expel the priests if they wish, and we will endure it, but I cannot back down from my principles. I also added that this was mostly the work of the border guard agents and gave him some concrete facts. I spoke about the continuing arrests of the priests and their being brought to Vilnius. I said such things do not harm the church so much, but neither does anyone derive any benefit from them. 
the Polish authorities are too willing to heed various complaints and slanders and are arresting priests without cause. Not a single one of all those who have been brought here to Vilnius by the gendarmes have been proven guilty of any crimes. Besides, the treatment of those arrested is deplorable. In the evening of December 13th, Mr. Alexander Mishtovich came to see me. I had heard from His Excellency Archbishop O'Rourke that he is an advocate of conciliation with the Lithuanians and recognizes Lithuanian independence. I spoke with him at length. In his opinion, Greater Lithuania, with a parliament in Vilnius, should be restored, and though independent, it should be united with Poland, at least by military and economic ties. He vehemently attacked the Polish officials in Lithuania and their methods of governing. At first, the local people had welcomed the Poles with the greatest confidence because they were quite weary of the Bolsheviks. If only the Poles had known how to exploit this moment, but now they have robbed and injured the people, they are proposing a plebiscite. This is how he talked. I have noticed that some of the Poles are changing their policy toward Lithuanians to some extent. There are now those among them who advocate a separate and independent Lithuania associated with Poland. In this last part of the entry, Blessed George writes of the uncertainty of who will control the region. He quotes a Latin saying, the religion of whoever is in power prevails. The church cannot act like that. Uh, Blessed George is a shepherd of all of his flock, and he had many parishes in the diocese of mixed nationality. They have to find ways of peacefully coexisting with one another. Blessed George refused to back down from the troublemakers and from his principles. He has to stand up for what is right. Blessed George show, must show the troublemakers that they are not in charge of the diocese. He found out that the troublemakers had returned home and calmed down somewhat. Blessed George then asked the commissar for some funds for the seminary and for the priests who were in very bad shape, no income coming in. The commissar promised some help despite the shortages that he was facing. And then Blessed George requested uh, the return of some of the churches which had been taken by the Russians. He discussed the requests uh, to change the language of the masses in some parishes, um, but he would not make any changes during the war while it was going on. Uh, he would be inviting riots in those parishes of mixed nationality. Blessed George explained to the commissar who had been stirring up the trouble and what was really going on. Uh, priests were being arrested without cause, they had not been found guilty of anything, and they were being mistreated. He discussed politics with a layman who lamented that the Lithuanians had been open to the Poles after the Bolsheviks, but the Polish leadership had not been able to build on that goodwill. Blessed George was having his struggles, trying to be the shepherd of such a mixed flock. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.